Good evening, everyone. This is an episode of Tales from the Dark Side with none other than Katie, your host with the most. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Everybody, welcome. This is the High End 3 Podcast, and I'm your host, Katie, and I'm with my co-host. Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? Pretty cool. I was uh, hungover earlier, but I've recovered very well. Went to the club last night and drunk two bottles of Hennessy. Amongst like four people, so it's a terrible idea. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Unless one out you enjoy five being. stars, two out of five stars. Yeah, I got to give a 1.5. Oh, okay. 1.5, man. Nice. Do but, not um, recommend. Yeah, do not recommend to anyone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, definitely don't do that. It's a terrible idea. How's your weekend been? It's been real chill and relaxing. Been getting things done? Yeah. Um, starting a business. Mm, so. What kind of business? For my artwork. That's um, dope. It's going to expand and do some other things. But for right now, I want to be able to sell my artwork. And, um, yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> I'm kind of overwhelmed yeah. with all of what's going on with it. But I'm doing that. And then I'm getting my website built. So, Wow. Out here making big moves. Trying to. I need to get a website built myself. <laughs> Are you working with uh, someone to build it? Or are you doing it yourself? I'm working with a friend or a colleague, if you will. That's dope. Um, actually, one of my mentees. Yeah. So. That's super dope. Yeah. You Speaking of mentees, mentors. If you don't have a mentor. Got to get one. Mentors are very important. You got to have one. Yeah, they're a very important part. Of I have them. a few of them, actually. Actually, I was going to say that. You probably need a few of <laughs> them, man. Like for, a team of people that yeah, I go to for different things. Because in, in all areas, <laughs> they might be... Especially, you need a professional mentor, a personal one, mm-hmm. financial one. You always yeah. need a mentor, because yes. um, yeah, they most of these people be smart as fuck, honestly. Especially when you try to keep, especially if it's someone that can like keep you on track, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you don't stray away, or somebody that you respect their opinion and their position, because that's yeah. a that's a big thing in today's world that we're missing. Uh, one of my mentors in particular, uh, every time I did would she told me to do mm-hmm. it was like seamless <laughs> yeah. it was like where have you been all my life yeah i kind of feel the same way <laughs> so saying that to say mentors are the bomb you hear that people get you a mentor if you don't have one already mm-hmm. and if you have one get more yes i don't think you could have too many mentors and share the wealth like i yeah, said i have definitely. a few mentees yeah yeah i mean it definitely takes a team to to build upon anything um you know, All Star Weekend was this weekend, right? And I was looking at the uh, the weather. It was like one degree in Chicago. I was in that bitch, like, I did not see how people could even. <laughs> That's how you know people do it for the love, because yeah, it gotta be for the love. I actually forgot all about it. For real? Yes. Yeah, I, I always I just only remember because it's always Valentine's Day weekend, pretty much every year. And then I seen, uh, of course, I get a little alerts to my phone and on social media. I was looking at a dunk contest, but uh. It, it's just amazing how cold it is out there I and mean, how people, what you call it? I think they should push. They only had an all-star game in, like, Miami, like, L.A. Warm places. Yeah, warm places. Cause well, you know, people from up there can maneuver in that. Yeah. Nah, I just, <laughs> I just it's the out-of-towners that can't <laughs> deal. I just wouldn't want to. Mm. You can't even, like, you know, like, like the Super Bowls in Miami, so, you know, like, all the hoes came out. Like, oh, but I'm... <laughs> In my in Chicago for All Star Weekend, can't even get you no baller because it's too cold outside. Ain't nobody trying to do nothing. I'm sure hoes like cold weather too. That's how you <laughs> stay warm. So 
<laughs> Shout out to all the hoes. Shout out to the hoes. Hoes don't get cold. That's what I heard. Uh, so they probably was all right. I don't, know. I don't really know. <laughs> I have no. Is this thing on? I have no opinion, <laughs> have no opinion. on what a hoe is. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah hoe. At no this point, it's just a word. Idea what standards yeah. qualify you for hoe is life. Yeah, these days it's just it's a word. It's not even a. a um, an interpretation, I guess. Yeah, everybody it's has their own. There you go. Everybody have their own opinion on what a hoe is and what a hoe does. But collectively, anytime somebody says somebody did some hoe shit, yeah, it's widely agreed upon. I don't. I never heard somebody say, "Yo, that's not a hoe thing." <laughs> so, and think about like hearing when somebody says somebody did some hoe shit. That could go like two ways. It could be like nigga stole your money. You'd be like that was some hoe shit that yeah. you did, or you got a train ran in and he's like that was some hoe shit. Yeah. I mean, it's. Levels. Oh, that's subjective. Yeah, it's levels to it. It's levels of whole shit. I guess that's the best way to put it. Did you um hear about the whole Gail King, Kobe Bryant thing? Uh, yeah, and I tried to look into it mm-hmm. just so that I wouldn't give opinions that mm-hmm. weren't based off of any kind of facts. But overall, I was very uninterested in what uh, Gail King had to say. So it's kind of like what I was just telling you about. So uh, Rick James, this girl is suing Rick James for raping her when she was 15 in 1979. As we all know, Rick James has been dead for quite some time now. And the girl suing for $50 million. So my my question is, what is the point of bringing up things that someone has done after they pass away? It's like when, even with the whole Kobe thing, right? That shit happened in 2003. Nobody, I never heard nobody ask Kobe about that shit like directly. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I never, I heard him speak about what happened when it was going on, but after that, it was like nobody brought up in interviews or anything like that. And uh, a bunch of people now are saying like, "Oh, Kobe Bryant's legacy is complicated because of this this situation that he had back in the day." But I mean, I don't, I don't get how it could be complicated. It's not. It's just, it's really a media chase. Nothing's really been going on in the last two weeks, for real. It's the beginning of the new year. Um, Unfortunately, uh, journalism is not really a thing um, that's publicized. It's not so much that it's not a thing, but it's not publicized, real journalism. So you have someone like Gail King, and I don't know her her background. I don't know how she got to where she is, but um, it could be presumed riding off the back of Oprah. Oprah, yeah. You know, and of course, she's got her own accolades. That's not to take away from who she is, but yeah. overall, you have a platform and you have the, abil- uh, the ability, excuse me, to say wonderful things about a person posthumous and you decide to bring up some old, yeah. that was some ho shit, Gail. Yeah, that was go. definitely, definitely ho shit. And then, like I said, man, it just makes no sense because Certain things, it's like if a person can't defend themselves, you just there's no reason to speak on it, right? You, yeah. if if we champion these people when they're alive, and like I said, nobody ever talked about that whole rape thing after, you know. I mean, people use it like as a little, like a way to down Kobe if you like talking about him as like a basketball fan or whatever. But nobody was like keeping it a big deal. It's not like he was a serial rapist, or it's not like he was. A person who even raped a girl, because apparently, I mean, I did some research on the whole case uh, a, few, a few weeks ago, and um, he didn't re- he didn't rape her. They had consensual sex, and you know, she said she was raped, but then she uh, backtracked on her story, and they dismissed all the charges. So I'm like, I mean, technically, you're not a rapist if you don't get. I mean, well, I'm not gonna say that, but 
he wasn't convicted of rape. He wasn't ever found guilty right. of rape or anything like that. I mean, it's just crazy that people be having this opinion on something that happened so long ago. And then it's like, if anything, he's guilty of committing adultery, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that complicates anyone's legacy because niggas been committing adultery since goddamn the beginning of time. Yeah. And nobody ever says, well, you know. Uh, it's not a deal breaker for everyone. Yeah, it's not like, that's not a, a, a something that will tarnish your legacy is yeah, committing that, adultery. It's like. Nah, that don't tarnish just, no kind of legacy. Yeah, that's, just, that's personal it's, shit, honestly. It's about who, who is profiting from the tarnishing of the legacy. Yeah, definitely. If it's to basically give a warm and fuzzy to the people that didn't want anything to do with him while he was alive, it's like, oh yeah, let's stamp this on there too. Yeah, exactly. To remind you. It's like, like you said, previous to him dying, like nobody had really brought that up. Yeah. Um, in not years. in a, yeah, no, <laughs> not time. in a fashion that people, it would stand out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's where my frustration was with Gail. It's like, all right, we get all the way to the end of his life abruptly. Yeah. And the focus you want to put on an interview, not with a family member, but with a friend. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. It's like, that's the wrong person to even acts like. But Lisa Leslie definitely held yeah, she her handled, own. Yeah, she handled it very she well. Definitely, I, I like that how she handled didn't it. say no whole shit. So. Yeah, I like how she handled it. Like you said, I just I just hate that because, like you said, it's just so close to when it happened. So you still have the family grieving. Mm-hmm. All his friends and family are like literally getting online and looking at this stuff and having to see these conversations being had. And it's like, mm-hmm. we just lost a loved one, like, to, like a, a, a loved one and a child. And it's like, give me a break. Yeah, like come and on. And then we. It's hard because he, he, him and his daughter weren't the only ones that died. Yeah. So it's hard because you have to try to remember, yeah, like you else. say, oh, you know, rest in peace to Kobe and his daughter. And then you have to remember, oh, and the and other the, people yeah, that yeah, died. So yeah. it's like all this is going on and people are trying to be sensitive. Yeah. So. The most I've seen from a lot of people, because usually yeah. when people die, people always have negative stuff to That's say. That's what I said, man. I was like, man, most time when people die, it's always like that. The real fans versus the yeah. you just became a fan as niggas. Yeah. That's all. So for all that to happen and then for you to get on a television show or to be recorded asking such irrelevant questions yeah, and then anything. basically asking your opinion of an act that you had nothing to do with. Yeah, weren't there for it. Only heard about even then with um. When when Lisa was saying like that's not the Kobe she knows, mm-hmm. Gail's like, oh well, you wouldn't know that Kobe. And I'm like, it's the same thing with you. Like you, you're that was the- some dirt ball. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like, why even bring that? like that? That should stop you from talking about it right there. It's like yeah. nobody can speak on that because they weren't there. They don't know. All we know is like what has been presented to us, and presented to us is it was dismissed. So, I mean, you've got like you said. Now you've got someone who's trying to sue a dead man's estate, yeah. just like they did Michael Jackson. Like, you got all yeah, these people that have things to say. Aaron Hernandez, too. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely not a saint. But to have all these things to say about a person after, after they're they dead, died, yeah. it's like, That's, honestly, what you have to say, irrelevant. Yeah, because, I mean, like you said, it's hard to defend this stuff. Even with that Aaron Hernandez shit, when I was watching that documentary, I just could, I was just thinking to myself, like, Brad, that, I don't, he's not gay. There's no way he could be gay. Because I'm thinking to myself, like, if... It something would have came out about this like before, you know what I'm saying? Especially if if it was the way that he was making it seem because he made it seem like they was just in a low key loving relationship and they was just booed up all the time and but they was on the low because of course he was a football player. But I was like, eh. to me, it seemed like a little clout chasing. You know, I come wouldn't out, say come that out it with just you a book. Can't be. 
I just don't think that he should be any receiving any type of profit of what he has to say, off of what he has to say about a man who's not alive. Like, if that's what your truth is, then cool. You know, you yeah. know, you know what happened. Yeah. But to be on a documentary where nothing can be validated, that's yeah, not I think fair. that's the thing. I think I think that's the irritating thing because it's like I can come out and be like, "Yo, Hernandez is my lover," and. It's no, no one, he's not here to defend himself. But in today's society, they'd be like, oh my God, let's sit you down and yeah, get an exactly. interview. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I can write a book you can't even shit. prove it. Yeah, like. There's no proof to it. There's no validity. It's just me saying some shit. And yeah. that's what where we're at in this world, which I think is so dumb. It's like you said, these people coming after Michael Jackson's estate, they're making documentaries about him. I'm like, I'm like why? And then no offense, for like, money. Rick James' estate, like this girl is suing for how much? Well, she's not a girl, excuse me. She's, she's a, a woman. woman. Yes, mm-hmm. like a grown, grown She's woman. a grown woman, and she's trying to sue the estate for... 50 million. 50 mil. We love Rick James. Yeah, I don't know if he got that. He ain't got 50 mil. Yeah, I don't think he got 50 mil. Sorry, lady. <laughs> But then it's, I think that's the strategy, like aim high, and then maybe they'll be like, oh, yeah. We'll but be. you know what? That's the thing. So, like, Remy Ma came out saying something about uh, women who basically file for some type of uh, monetary award mm-hmm. for rape. Mm-hmm. Like, in my opinion, I feel like if if you're raped, suing somebody for... Fifty million dollars, like not it's not gonna change. Yeah. Like I feel like at that point, that's when you do the that consider that to be some type of chasing or yeah, some sort definitely. of clout, money, whatever. Yeah. Like not to say you shouldn't get justice, but it's justice is one thing. It's, justice is one thing, and then getting money fifty million dollars yeah, is yeah, another. It's, it's a big difference, especially. Yeah, I don't. I actually, that's a good way to look at it because. If you're suing someone and it's criminal, right, and they go to jail, that's mm-hmm. justice for you, right? Mm-hmm. If you sue someone and you don't want them to go to jail, but you want them, to, you want them to pay you money, that's not justice because you're not mm-hmm. putting them away. You're just saying, hey. And then what is the fifty million gonna do gonna that do. you didn't have from the time that exactly. the incident happened or allegedly happened? Because I don't want to take away from the fact that this could have happened to her. Yeah, definitely. Um, people don't understand that too. It's like, well, why would you wait so many years? Like yeah. sometimes. A tragic event happens, and you have the ability to suppress it and yeah. don't remember it. Um, sometimes it's just too hard to deal with. Yeah. Sometimes you forget details. Yeah. So a lot of times, if you come out with a story like this happened to me, then they're gonna want to know from point A to B yeah, what exactly. happened. Yeah. And if you have any doubt in your mind, it's yeah. like, oh, what you're saying is not valid. And I think that's the thing too. Sometimes people you question themselves, like, did this really happen? Like, did this happen? Did it yeah. not happen? Like a lot of times, people do have those things. And like you said, not to to invalidate what she's saying because it very well could have happened i just don't understand what is supposed to happen now because he's right. dead you if you want to come out with it and just say yeah. like here's something that's been on my heart for a long time yeah, i really need help yeah. i want counseling there you go. Yep. I, even if you do want attention say that but like yeah. 50 million dollars doesn't equate to yeah. this the, whatever trauma you had to deal with yeah like if you've done yeah 50 million it's not gonna help like i said man and that's not to say that 20 million is better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I don't have a price yeah. in my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, I have an opinion about it, but I don't have, like, oh, well, if you only ask for 50 grand, then that's okay. Like, yeah, nah, yeah, you yeah. know, because we don't know what pain and anguish. Uh, yeah, I agree. And what having to deal with the pain and anguish of the trauma has had to cost yeah, over a lifetime. I agree. But coming out 40 years later yeah. <laughs> and asking for 50 Bre- mil from a dead, dead what, man. 10, yeah, 10 years. I mean, Whose estate probably doesn't even know. I'm saying, man, you know, honestly, death is like the ultimate justice, right? I mean, that's 
it's it's like one of those things where it's like yeah. he can't do anything to anybody else. So if you if that was a worry of yours, it's it's not gonna happen to anybody. If else, there's so. any fellas that want to wait until I die to kind of <laughs> try to get something from my estate, I just need y'all to know that I'm sorry. <laughs> and yeah, this is so crazy. Man. Ten years after he's dead, I would hate to believe that after yeah, somebody, I die, I find out somebody went posthumous that I. I wronged someone. <laughs> You'll be dead. So and they know. want money that I don't have. You don't want to sue your estate for $2 million. I mm. Oh, but. you know, by the time I die, I hope I got a good little yeah, Emma behind my cool. Mac, you know. Yeah, but I hope cool. nobody tries to take it. <laughs> so, when y'all dig this <laughs> podcast yeah. up 15 years from now, yeah. remember when you said? Ugh. Yeah, I really felt that. Yeah. I felt that trauma. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just crazy, man. I just, I just can't understand it. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, when somebody's dead and gone, it's really they should be off limits. I feel like we yeah, should, it should be on. allowed. Um, unfortunately, even in bad cases, like I feel like when somebody has passed on, yeah, just let it go. Just let it go. And even, I mean, I, I like it. I understand like documentaries and shit like that because they're informative and yeah. we love them, but. Certain things you just don't, don't. You need to keep the relevance of the documentary to like what they did. Like Aaron Hernandez, he's a, he's a murderer. Keep it to murder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, adding that gay angle is just like where this comes. Yeah, from? where did like, this come from? <laughs> it's like he didn't kill people because he was. It, it, it'd be different if yeah. he was killing people because he was gay. Yeah, and he was then killing that gay men. That would be something or, to talk about. Exactly, right? but he's he just killed people because he was fucked up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's the thing you keep on, but. Unless he, unless him being gay has to do with the crimes he committed, then there's really no reason this to talk about fa- it. I mean, it's 2020. Everybody's fascinated with trying to identify and point out who's yeah. gay. Yeah, which I mean, like you said, I just, I just feel like things should be focused on like the facts, right? I don't think you should be able to come out and just say, "Yo, yeah, I'm Aaron. It is gay." Lover for the That's last like the lady with uh, Whitney Houston, her best friend that she yeah, was rolling with. Yeah, sure. Like See? now, all of a sudden, y'all had this love affair, and it's like, lady, yeah, like, you ain't you. right. Yeah, like, like even if that, even if that's what really like, that's the have. deal. Yeah, it's, it's very well true indeed. I'm sure possible. Yeah, I'm sure definitely. Why you get the profit off of it now that I'm dead? Yeah, like, come on, that's man. y'all like. can't do Whitney Hutton like that. Yeah, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, yeah, I don't like that. Right? I don't like that. I just think that it needs to posthumous like should be limits. nothing but accolades. There you go, accolades. Unless you're a criminal, then you, well, yeah, you talk about your criminal. documentary and shit. Yeah. But Netflix, I hope Netflix does it. Actually, uh, Dwayne Wade has a, a, a um, documentary coming out. Right, it's mm-hmm. about like his life in basketball and shit like that. And you know, Dwayne Wade had a child while him and Gabrielle Union were like on a break. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's fair. If you're speaking on your own thing, like you speaking on your own controversies, then you yeah. can do that. You know what I'm saying? If you're, I've seen another. It's another NBA player, Eddie Curry, who um, he was at a game and uh, his mistress and one of his kids was murdered, and he was he was talking about like how, like how heartbreaking it was because not only is like his mistress and child dead, it's like his marriage is pretty much by the end because. You know, his wife ain't known. And then when she finds out, I'm like, but see, like, things like that, you should be able to speak on because those are your experiences. That's, yeah. that's your life you're speaking on. Nobody's making up your story for you or nobody's yeah. altering your story. It's you saying exactly what it is. So I think that's that's how it should be. If you if if you want to speak on your controversies, and same as Kevin Hart when he did with that look, if you mm-hmm. want to speak on your controversies and um, the things that you've done wrong with bad decisions, then you should be able to do that. But yeah. I don't think people should just be able to dig up shit after you die and be like, yo. Or even when you're alive. 
have. Like now yeah, in yeah. conversation with people, it's like you got your people that you tell everything to. Yeah, definitely. Everybody's business or whatever. You have your confidants, if yeah. you will, be it right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking to somebody whom you don't share your own dirty secrets, yeah. don't, don't share everybody every, else's yeah. dirty secret. Mm-hmm. Don't do the, hey, did you hear about what happened to such and such? Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah. And I didn't hear it because that person didn't, didn't tell, tell me. me. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so, bottom line is mind your business. Yeah. So mind the business that pays it's you. Free. It's free. It's, it's, it's I can money. give you a list of things that you can do for free, and that's probably <laughs> at the top. Mind your business. Drink some water. Drink those are, water. Those are, yep. the, those are the two, mm-hmm. two best things. Get you, you some do. sunlight. Vitamin Definitely. D is low yeah. in the black community for yeah. some reason these days. Yeah. All the women I know. Or vitamin D deficient. Our <laughs> doctors are prescribing us vitamin D Jeez. by the boatload. Wow. And shout out to all the women that are taking vitamin D right now. Or that their doctor told them they should take vitamin D. We are one of the many. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so, you know, get you some get, vitamin D. Get out here and get this sun. Tell us someone out there. Just, mind go, your business. just soak in it for a little while. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember to check myself when I'm about to say something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that ain't my business. <laughs> If it was my business, I ought to be in the know. There you go. And I'm not. It's that simple. Another thing that I that was uh I wanted to talk to you about was um so Dwayne Wade's uh middle son I want to say I think one is his eight year old son right he uh decided he wanted to be a she now right mm-hmm. and I know she's twelve right now she's twelve and they came out with this video and uh. Like reintroduced her to the world, and the family's very supportive, right? Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people have been giving them backlash because they've been saying like, "Oh, this is like some kind of agenda to make our kids transgender, or mm-hmm. make our kids gay, or make our kids question themselves, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And my opinion was, you can't make someone be gay, right? Because either you're gay or you're not gay. It's mm-hmm. like, if anything. This might be some kids could look up to and say, hey, you know, like, this is how I've been feeling. I understand, like, mm-hmm. what she's going through, and this is how I think I think I'm, I think think I'm, that me and her have something coming like that. So I yeah. think that's a, a good thing. But I think that a lot of people just have this weird notion that it's a gay agenda. I've been a believer of that before. Yeah? Yeah, in the past, I used to feel like, Oh, it's a part of the agenda. The agenda is more so an opinion that I develop mm-hmm. from hearing from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but my opinion on the agenda, if you will, is mm-hmm. if you're allowing your children to be raised by media, be it television, yeah. phone, whatever, yeah. then don't get upset with what decisions they make what, after. Yeah, that's all. If true. if that's where you are as a parent, yeah. like you know what I mean, like you can't get mad and say, "Oh, this is the agenda that they're pushing on our kids." When you let your kids watch TV for six hours a day, a day, yeah, that's also true. Or you let them stay on their phones for so many hours a day. You know what I'm Looking saying? Up, and yeah, it's not yeah. like they can see a person doesn't. I do believe that imagery does have an effect. Mm-hmm on a human psyche mm-hmm. because if that's the case if we didn't see music videos with all kinds of money and chains and gold teeth then yeah, nobody would have that not so much nobody but yeah, there wouldn't yeah. be such a growing yeah, yeah, for that yeah. aesthetic yeah. so i do believe that imagery does have it does play a part in the decisions that we make mm-hmm. but to blame all of the decisions that have been made onto imagery mm-hmm. that's not fair yeah because i think the thing is it's 
like you said, you have to take control of what's going on in your household, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be the person that says, "This is what's going on in the world." Like, right. They're not. There's nothing wrong with these people. They're. This is their decision to make, and you have to let your kids know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus them seeing it on Instagram and that's all they see all day is just like you said kids have this this notion that oh if you want to be a rapper you need to rap about these kind of things or you need to get you a chain or get you a gun or because you know of course I mean people's words make things seem so simple right mm-hmm. if you listen to rap music they make you seem like run up and shooting a nigga is like the easiest thing in the world you could do it's mm-hmm. like video games of course do the same thing but I think that I like the way you put it I think that people need to take control of what they teach versus letting kids be taught by the media. And yeah, I, and that's not to say that your sexuality is limited to what you see. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Not to say yeah. that just, oh, well, they're watching bad TV for six hours a day, so that's why they're gay. Like, yeah, no, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunate that we have to say things like that to give out disclaimers, but yeah. um, as far as the doing the blame game, yeah. like, don't blame it on the TV. Yeah. Don't blame it on the media. If anything... Um, talk about it yeah, and talking about it and the lack of talking about it doesn't mean that that's going to keep the child from being interested yeah. in it like I talk to my kid about everything yeah. because I want them to know like whatever's going on in your life if if you're making decisions I want you to make them informed yeah. so if he comes to me with something and I don't agree with it because of the wisdom that I have myself or what I've seen myself. Mm-hmm. I can't keep him from it. All I can do is advise him of what I've seen mm-hmm. to give him possible context. Mm-hmm. Whatever he decides that he wants to do, it's for his own spirit. Like, yes, they're children, but they're their own spiritual being also. That's, that's kind of how I think about it, too, because a lot of people are saying, like, oh, she's so young. How does she know that this is what she want to do? And I'm like, eh, well, you know something, you know something, right? You don't mm-hmm. have to... Because people be saying some of the dumbest shit, right? So a lot of people are like, oh, how does a girl know that she's gay? She's never had dick. It's like, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything, you know what Right, I'm the that, lack that of something is yeah, not what the, propels yeah, someone to the opposite. Yeah, it's like, that's, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever but heard. That but that is something that when dealing with children, I do have that question. Their f- main part of their their brain is still developing. developing yeah, so where do we get... The like acceptance is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of a way to articulate what I'm trying to say. Uh, are we wrong for asking the questions? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, definitely. hey, let's sit down and really talk about what it is that you want to do, yeah. not to get you to say, no, I'm not going to do that now, yeah. but to really, we got to make sure you're informed yeah. that you're doing this um, in particular. Um, being born as a boy and wanting to identify as a girl, are you doing this because you saw other kids that are um, wanting to make the same change? Mm-hmm. Did you see this and you saw that it's something that you thought about, so now you're encouraged to do the same mm-hmm. thing? Or are you not sure? And let's, if you're not sure, that's let's fair. talk about yeah, it. You know, uh, we always look at kids like, oh, they're too young. You can't talk exactly. to a kid about that. Kids learn. They learn so fast, and yeah. they learn so much, and they're a lot better than their parents. Like, you think what? about you with your parents. Yeah. Think about your parents, how they felt about theirs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, especially now, these kids have so much access to all kinds of information. So I wouldn't automatically say, like, if it were my son and he decided to say, Mom, I want to identify as a completely different sex. It's like, all right, 
move me out of the way. Yeah. No matter how I feel about it, no, because yeah. it doesn't Cause affect it doesn't, me. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't impact your life. Yeah, it doesn't impact. It, I say I said no, affect, but I meant yeah. impact. Yeah. Yes. In the long run, you're not the one that has to deal with it. Right. Know? I mean, you'll hear things like, "Oh, how could you?" But you're not living in that. Right. In that, like your son would be. I would um, never try to do what these people are saying online, like beat it out of them. Yeah, and die. Like, you know, like shit. I said, like, you know, some years ago, yeah. you know, that was supposed, uh, those were a lot of ideologies that a lot of us had, but it's like 2020. Yes, now. We're, we're, we're pretty progressive. But I even think about like this, right? I think that our kids are so much more advanced than we are, right? Because when we were, I remember when I was growing up, right? When I was 12, 13, I was like, I, 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 was, I was sexual. I wasn't like having sex, but I was like touching girls or I do you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. I knew like okay I like women I like their way their bodies feel and all that so I can only imagine at this day and age where we didn't have social media growing up all we had was you know outside even TV wasn't as advanced as it is now it wasn't right. so many uh different avenues to watch shows and it right. wasn't so many different um channels and TV shows right because you movies. had to sneak and watch a lot of the yeah, stuff that's on of, TV yeah, now like you even, watch it through the gray lines. Yeah, even, I remember <laughs> a funny story. I remember like when I like first started watching porn, right? It was still DVDs and CD, I mean mm-hmm. tapes and all that shit. So we watching porn. We gotta rewind the tape back to the part that it was on before when we started it because you know what I'm saying? You're not trying you to get, get caught, caught up. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So I mean it's just these days kids are so are, are advanced so much because they're exposed to so much more than mm-hmm. what we were exposed to because we were in a in in a bubble pretty much because mm-hmm. we, we I mean even cable back then was like super basic. It was yep. like you get these channels, but you ain't even watching shit that don't interest you. So you're not about to see. And that's why we're a last of a dying breed. Cause like we came up in the era where we still had three, five, and eight. Yeah, like exactly. these kids don't have that, yeah, you yeah, know. Definitely. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think I'm, once again, that's why I always like say we're the best like generation because we was a generation that still played outside and had all that social interaction as a kid. But we're also, got a chance to learn about technology. Yeah, we also yeah. the MySpace kids fucking doing coding <laughs> and shit. Don't even know it because you you fixing up your MySpace page how you wanted yes, that. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, you got that shit playing Black music. Black Planet used to have the different algorithms yeah, you had to put yeah, in. Yep. Didn't even know what an algorithm yeah, was. Yeah, like you didn't even know what you was doing back then. Yes. In, even in chat rooms and shit, we in there, like I said, we, we got the, it was a really a good mixture of social interaction and technology interaction because, I mean, we... We we seen like like we literally like I say like us and maybe like two years two or three years behind us are like the last people to actually like play outside and uh, grow up in a neighborhood with kids who are pretty much the same kids you you know you you um seen every day went to school with all that shit but nowadays it's like these kids don't go outside no more they just be yeah. on Instagram and yep. Snapchat and they see each other at school and shit and all they do is Instagram and Snapchat each other at school like they yep. don't. They don't go outside and enjoy life. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, I mean, I, everything's, I mean, I remember when I went back to my high school, like a few years ago, kids is in that bitch with full sleeves, tattooed. Yes. On them, like, when I got my tattoo in high school, yeah. I got my tattoo, I was 16. Yeah. And all the girls was getting them back tats, the, yeah. you know, tramp stamp, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you will. So my first tattoo was like, all right, it's my turn. Like I'm about to ask my mom's and. I hope she said yeah. yeah. She said yeah. She was like, I'll take you. What? Man. And it's like, huh. So looking back at that time frame, like yeah. you said, kids are so were so grown back then. Like yep. now, 
Yeah, they, they got mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> they got neck tats. Yeah. These kids be like fully tatted. Yeah. And it's like, I remember having to ask and beg for a tattoo I, at I, 16. I, that was the same way. When I was 16, my mom took me around a bunch of different tattoo shops in Atlanta to try to. And I remember I like wanted my name tattooed on my neck. Some mm, dumb shit. Some dumb, like, yep. Like, this is the stupidest <laughs> tattoo I could ever got. Yeah. Lucky enough, they ain't do it. So. But um, my first tat was kind of dumb. Yeah, zodiac sign. Yeah, yeah. So you know, what I'm saying we ain't no shit about tattoo. That's why niggas be having fruits and shit tattooed on them. Black Panther. Yeah, jaguar. You got the little uh, cheetah claws and half bitten strawberries and shit like. Because nobody knew. It was just people just wanted tattoos back then, just to say they had one. Yeah, so. I mean, if if we was doing that kind of shit, I can now these kids are like doing that kind of shit on ten. Yes. And plus, the thing is, man, you know, you if you're um as you're growing up, you're only like a social media post away from being famous, right? It's you make the right post of whatever you post, and you going viral. That's why you be seeing all these young ass kids posting these girls and doing all this dumb shit because it's it's a viral virus. Like people want to go viral. They mm-hmm. want to have that attention that that you get for. Going viral, honestly, is like one of the the worst diseases in the world. It's the yeah. disease for attention. So that's why I think that when people say kids are too young to experience something, I'm like, yeah, not these, not this day and age. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? not this day and age. These kids are learning. I a lot just real would fast. hope that the child is being informed and nurtured. Yeah, and that's um, I think that's the best part yeah. about it to me is because. Uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Union and like their older like the oldest brother they all so supportive of her you know what I'm saying they all yeah. are and I could tell like it's legit support and love and compassion for her because I mean you might as well like okay because, so you don't agree with it if you don't yeah, but you might that. as well support because yeah. the love and the support that you give a person who is doing what their heart desires or what they believe is what they want for themselves yeah. Nine times out of ten, they're going to be a better person for it yeah, versus because, be getting all the negative energy. Exactly, then it's like, because well, that's it. That's the thing right there, right? It's the you're not going to change their mind, right? If they're if they're that person, that's who they're going to be. So if you don't support it, all you're going to do is teach them that not to support. So when they if they make it to have kids, because a lot of kids kill themselves because no one's showing them love and no one's supporting them, and that's a big thing. So it's if you're if if your way of challenging is to say I don't agree with this, get out of my house, right? And you kick your kid out the house, and where the fuck they go? You know what I'm saying? It's like you're you're putting your kid in a position where they're not where they have a very low chance of survival versus supporting it, trying to understand the best you can, mm-hmm. and then you know just dealing with it that way. I mean, you, you're not gonna change anything if you if you disown your kid because they do something that you don't agree with or they believe in something that you don't believe in because they're their own people at the end of the day, man. They're their own, like you said, their own spirits. They have their own moods and mannerisms and emotions and feelings. So you definitely have to be uh, very supportive of your of your kids when they're expressing things to you. Mm-hmm. Because the other end is, you know, these kids out here killing themselves because they're feeling unloved yeah. and unwanted. Because they and, feel alone. Yeah. So Even in a house full of people. Yeah. So you definitely have to do your best to support as best you can. So I think that that's a... That's a, good. Adult that thing that they want you call it. I do agree. I, I think it's always good when you see that people support their kids. Yeah. Uh, I would say good, bad, or right, or good, bad, right, or wrong, but not necessarily wrong. Yeah. Um, even if you don't agree, but it doesn't cause them any kind of hurt, harm, or danger. Exactly. You can get behind it and say, "All right, well, if I know that I'm trying to set my child up for success, then I have to help him, he or she, in any area that they're interested in." Yeah. 
because that's what we desire for ourselves. Exactly. Like, be who you needed when you was younger. Yeah. There you go. That's the best way to put it. Be who you needed when you was younger. Because a lot of us didn't get what we needed because our parents weren't progressive. Our parents were super. They were in that, they were in that generation where it was just like, mm. we, we ain't fucking yeah. with this. We, there's no way you could be gay. Gay is whatever they used to say. But they wasn't fucking with it back then. So, yeah. you over there writing down. Thoughts that you're having? Just, yeah, just a few thoughts. Mm. You, are you a journaler? No. You're not a journaler? Not at all. Not I don't all. like writing. Mm, so you don't like writing. So when you need to get your thoughts off, how do you get them off? I'm a talker. You're talking? I'm a chatty Cathy. Yeah. Um, I do write my poetry. Mm-hmm. I do write lists mm-hmm. every now and again or write something down that I need to get back to. But I'm very absent-minded. Mm-hmm. So putting things on paper isn't important to me. Yeah. I usually, uh, now I'm trying to put stuff in my phone, mm-hmm. trying to catch up because mm-hmm. my millennial friends keep talking crap about me because yeah, I keep a... forgetting about stuff. Well, you're a millennial. So. Yeah. Uh, nah, you're, you fit the mold. Look at... It's debatable. Nah, if you... Highly debatable. Nah, if you Google millennial. Highly <laughs> debatable. <laughs> People be surprised. Certain that they... millennial things I'm not willing to get with. That doesn't make you not a millennial. What you mean? You're still a millennial. <laughs> I think it's like if you're born 81 to like 96, it's like millennial. I feel like you just made that up off the cuff. I'm telling you, Google it right now. No, thank you. Anyway, so um, what? Why is that a thing for people? What want to be right? Wanting to be right. Can we talk about that? I hate being wrong. What is it? Because you know what? You know what the biggest thing about me being wrong is Mm. having to admit that I'm wrong. Why? Because it's such a it's such a it's such a matter of pride. It's like especially Ah, if it's if it's something that you like. That's the famous word. Just imagine, right? Imagine that you're standing tall on something and you're you've been standing on top of this shit for an hour in an argument, right? And then someone's like, "Man, fuck it, Google that shit." And then they Google it, and you were wrong. And you, you are, you've been arguing this shit for an hour, thinking that you're right, and you're wrong. So you have to literally say the pride before the fall, the pride before, like you said, standing tall. Yeah. And then you get proud, and then bam, you fall. I don't understand why that's the thing. So, like, literally dealing with people where they have to be right, it makes me feel like. If I'm presenting information to you mm-hmm. and you want to combat that information mm-hmm. and find out if I'm right and I am right, it makes me feel like, all right, well, clearly you didn't trust me. Yeah. Bet. But then if we are doing I this battle that. for rightness and I give you information and you find out I'm wrong, mm-hmm. it's my duty to be like, all right. And you know, sometimes people. I was wrong. You know, then you know, like sometimes people need that reality check of being wrong, right? Because some people yeah. feel like they're always right. So if you're one of the people that feel like you're always right, and then someone proves you wrong, that's definitely a blow to your pride. Mm-hmm. It's like what? I see I'm people wrong. that like they don't want to be wrong, so it's like, all right, like something as simple as saying like the sky is blue, mm-hmm. and that person's like, no, it's not blue. It's like, all right, it is blue. And then they find out, all right, it is blue, but it's a different shade of blue. Yeah, I thought we were talking about <laughs> this type of blue. And it's like, can you just be wrong? See, yeah, I'm, I'm not, sorry, I'm not, I was triggered. See, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna take it down for it. If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong like that, I'll be like, all right, I'm wrong. But Mm-mm. if you, like you said, if you're wrong, you're that's wrong. That's why you don't argue crap unless you know for sure. But that's what I. That's, that you're right. I feel the same way about like betting, right? I don't. I try not to bet on anything I know that I'm not 100 percent right about. So if I'm ever like, let's bet. I'm 100% sure that I'm right about what I'm about to bet on. 
Because if not, I'm not going to say let's do it. I'm just going to be like, eh, I ain't fucking with it. I don't have a problem being wrong. Yeah, I think for a very wrong. long time, I was a person that was very unapproachable mm-hmm. um, in my friendships, mm-hmm. relationships. Like, you couldn't tell me that I was doing anything wrong mm-hmm. or I said something wrong or anything. So I kind of developed that barrier with people where they felt like they couldn't talk to me and be honest with me. So yeah. then when I realized I'm not dealing with 100% of who you are mm-hmm. because of how you feel about me, it's like, nah, I got to be able to be somebody who you can be like, yo, I don't think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, now, I mean, you coming at me with some opinions, it's yeah. like, mm, yeah, see, yeah, I can right. listen, I can give you an ear, but it's my decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're talking about facts about something, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just hate being wrong. Facts are often debatable. Well, most times they are. That's definitely I mean, facts something that an, people don't want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, facts had to be an opinion at some point before it became a fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to grow into a fact. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I just hate being wrong. It's, a, it's such a, just really attack, chips at my heart and my pride. What does being wrong mean? Uh, Not being right. Simple. Is it that simple? <laughs> yeah, because like, to me, being wrong is just like I don't know, man. I, I don't know if it's I don't know if the issue is that being wrong is having to say, yeah, I was ignorant in this sense, and now I'm learning that it's not. Mm-hmm. So you have to one to be wrong. You have to admit that you didn't know something, right? Mm-hmm. Or you didn't know all the facts or something. So you already have to admit that, and then you have to say, like, I was wrong. Like just having just formulating those words, I was wrong is just like. Ugh. All right, so if we arguing, right, mm-hmm. about what we think is a fact, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, so I come to you and I'm saying, hey, da-da-da-da-da is a fact, and you're like, nah, it's not. Like, if I'm like, you're, right? you're a millennial, and you're like, no, I'm not. Then, without talking about being a millennial, because that's debatable. <laughs> um, so I bring you a fact, and you refute my fact. Mm-hmm. If I'm strong in my fact... I will return a rebuttal. Mm-hmm. If you refute my rebuttal, I will retreat and double check my fact. I don't go see, harder than that. Yeah, okay, I get it. Because it's not see. like, and it depends on what it is. So if it's obviously if it's something that I know for sure, then, yeah. then the other thing that I'm going to do is I present a fact. Mm-hmm. You refute my fact. Mm-hmm. I respond with a rebuttal. Mm-hmm. You refute my rebuttal. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, okay. Yeah, that's my thing. That's my okay. <laughs> Cause, I mean, because me, I mean, that's the thing, right? Some people are just so stuck in their opinion on something mm-hmm. that even when facts are presented, they still are so, whatever their bias is to be, that situation, they're just so stuck on it that they can't say, mm-hmm. oh, I was wrong. They have to be right, so they I'm, just have to. Uh, I'm cool on that. Yeah, see, I, that's how I am. <laughs> I, if, we, if we're debating and I'm right about something, I tell you and I show you that I'm right, and you're still like, no, nah, it's not like that. I'll be like, all right, man, you got it. Like, yeah. If that's what you want to do, then hey. Cannot you. argue opinions. Yeah. Like, people literally argue all the. Well, I said I, that with my mouth closed. I what you call it. I argue opinions, but only because. I, and typically, when I argue opinions, like sports and music related, that's pretty much the only thing I'm going to argue. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue, like, religious shit or politics. I'm not going to argue any of that stuff with people. I've even, uh, oh, I argue about, like, people spanking their kids. Like, that's an argument I have all the time because. I don't believe in that. And people will be like, what? You're going to have some badass kids if you don't. I'm like, eh. Not necessary. That's, that's not what's going to, that's not how life works, you know? So those are things that I'll typically, I, uh, when I was in D.C. last weekend, we was having a debate about uh, Reggie Miller being in the Hall of Fame, right? So the fact is Reggie Miller's in the Hall of Fame, right? So you can't change that. There's not anything disputable about that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. 
the opinion was, I don't think he deserves to be in there, right? That opinion is false. Nah, it's not <laughs> true. I, and I, I have very, I have hella, and I have facts to back up my opinion to why he should have been in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, I mean, so I'm arguing that I don't think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, right? With people mm. already saying that, yeah, he should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm wrong already because he's in the Hall of Fame. Like, right. there's nothing that I could do that could change that, or right? there's right. no way I could prove that my opinion is right. It's just my opinion, and I'm just stuck on the that opinion. Opinions aren't right or wrong. Yeah, so, so like... there you go. So for me, I'm right because that's my opinion. But the facts say, okay, cool. You don't think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Well, he's in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, what, what, what? That's it. You just, it's just a debate that you're just gonna always have with no real way to prove you're right because you're not. You just, you just have an opinion on it. Like you said, it's not right or wrong. It's just an opinion. You so. know what? Opinions get a bad rap. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that whole nobody asks for your two cents thing. Yeah. Opinions get a bad rap because we live in a world now where it's like, if you don't think the way I think, you're wrong. You're wrong, yeah. So opinions get oversaturated. Mm-hmm. Like we're oversaturated with opinions. Mm-hmm, definitely. It's like, damn. I didn't ask for your opinion. So it's to the point now where like you're, if you give unsolicited opinions, Mm -hmm. it's only okay as long as people can hang with it. But the minute that you say something that they can't hang with, it's like you're opinionated. Nobody asked you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you're giving opinions that people can agree with, they're like, oh yeah, Yeah. talk more. Give me more. Give me more. That's exactly how the world works. Yeah. But, if they want to hear it from you, then it's all good. If they don't want to hear it from you, then you can't say no, right? Yeah. So, so why you can't argue opinions? You have to just set them at the door. So now when I'm talking to people, I try to, do you want my opinion or do you want me to just listen? Yeah, that's actually a big one because a lot of times people do give. Mm-hmm. But that's that's one of the steps of like just being, a, honestly, a good communicator, right, is understanding that that point because that's a very solid point is, Sometimes people do just want to talk. They don't really need. They don't really need you to tell them what to do in the situation. Cause in they in they heart, they mind, they know what to do. They just mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I. But that's all subjective to whatever the situation is. But sometimes they just want you to listen to them, right? Mm-hmm. So that is a very important question to ask. I'm gonna start doing that because I never do that. I just listen. I just don't there say shit. There are a bunch of important questions to ask when communicating. Can we talk about communicating? Yeah. Okay. Hold us down. Talk about communicating. So when we're communicating, it's not about just talking. It's about what you're talking about. Definitely. So in communicating with friends, relationship, however, you have to ask those kind of questions. Yeah. When someone comes to 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 you in distress or some sort, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to talk, I need to vent, or whatever, mm-hmm. you say, hey, what do you need? What, what do you need from me? Yeah. Do you need an ear? Do you need a hug? Yeah. Do you want to be babied? Yeah. Which I'm not going to do very well, <laughs> but I will attempt to baby you yeah. and then follow up with a, hey, I can't really baby you kind yeah. of conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, what is it that you need so yeah. that I can be supportive in that kind of a communication so that it's effective? Yeah, definitely. Um, so when talking to people, it's like, hey, do you have time for me to vent? Can you accept me venting yeah, right now? Because you may have a lot on your plate. Yeah, definitely. Like, for instance, when I picked my mentor, mm-hmm. I asked her, do you have the capacity mm-hmm. to mentor someone right now? Mm-hmm. She was laughing, laughing hard. Like, what do you mean? I said, because... You're a homeowner, you have a husband, you have children, you have 
grandchildren. Like you, you've got a got whole a life. Yeah, it's a lot going on. So who am I to just say, hey, you look like you're not busy. Yeah, come tell come, me what to do in life yeah. so that I can get to where you are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So this it's the conversation that you have is is what's important. It's what you're asking. What what common goal are you really trying to come to, and what you're willing to give and take yeah. in that communicating. Uh, area space if you will yeah, that's a good way to call it it's a good way to look at so it. think about things how you would like for people to communicate with you yeah, think about what you like to deal with um problem solving um anything however it is that you would like for people to do to you or with you mm-hmm. that's the way you should conduct yourself yeah, we like learned that. that in barney style yeah that's a yeah some people don't get that lesson though no Treat people the way you want to be treated. We learned that a long time ago. Yeah, some people don't. Some people don't get that lesson. You know, that's why people always talk about like, oh, uh, it, nobody. I don't really think very many people actually abide by that. Treat others how you want to be treated, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it logically, of course, it sounds perfect. It sounds super simple. But once people put their emotions into shit, and it's like, it never works out that way. No, instead of being treat people the way you want to be treated, we've been treat people how they treat you. Yeah. Ugh. That is so painful. Yeah, it is. It takes so much out of you to do someone a certain kind of way that is not your natural way. Yeah, if it's not you, then yeah, you just, it's it's damn near impossible, honestly, because you really have to really push yourself to be that kind of person. If that's not the kind of person you are, then. Yeah, uh, the the amount of energy that you have to expel to become someone, that matching energy is like, nah, so like, I'm big on energy. Yeah. And I'm real big on trying to read energy so mm-hmm. that I can provide a great experience for myself. I try to curate all my experiences. Yeah. Not try to hide anything, mm-hmm. but literally you have to maneuver and be strategic. Yeah. So when dealing with people, I would prefer that you are who exactly who you are. Yeah. If I'm treating you a certain kind of way and you don't like it, talk to me about it. Yeah. Don't try to match my energy yeah, because then it's... That's a signal. It's like pettiness perpetuates pettiness. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like, it's why? Yeah. Why be petty? Some people can't help it. It's some, some people, people try. Now, there's a way that you can be perceived as petty and you really don't care. Yeah. There are people that are just blank face. Like, mm-hmm. I really wasn't trying to be petty. That's just my natural response. Yeah. Um, but then you have some people that literally practice petulance, and yeah. I don't understand those people. That's a real thing. <laughs> They do everything they can to be petty on purpose. They get something happens and they like some type of little thing in their brain says, huh, I'm going to be petty. (laughs) How can I be petty? This shit is stupid. I used to be petty. I I think we all have had our moments in time where we did some petty shit, but... Man, you got to Rest in peace to the petulance. It's not not good for us. Yeah, it's a bunch of comic. Like you said, that matching energy shit is, is way too too draining if that's not who you really are. Did your pen disappear? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just a magician. Yeah, because I definitely didn't see it right there at first. But it may have disappeared. Yeah. This has been interesting. Very. Yeah, free flowing. What are you listening to these days? Um. So, I got a thing for Rick Ross. And I was at a friend's house recently, and they were playing Rick Ross. So now I'm back on my Ross. I have a playlist on my phone. It's called Bose. Oh. <laughs> so I've been listening to Rick Ross lately, some new and some old. 
Um, who else am I listening to? I've been on a real huge jazz tip lately. Oh, yeah? Um, trumpet is my favorite instrument to hear. So, um, I've been listening to a lot of Christian Scott, uh, Atunde. Um, Theo Crocker and um, let's see I'm going through my playlist you have to excuse my pause <laughs> um, but I have also been listening to a lot of Snow Allegra oh you heard uh, what's it Ugh Those Feels Again oh that's such a dope album Snow Allegra huge, uh, is a full bop like there's yeah. she's got some really good albums her album is I did Ordered the vinyl, oh, yeah. so I definitely got the cup. Speaking of vinyl, so you love vinyl, right? I love vinyl. Um, speaking of vinyl, I finally got my Rhapsody Eve album in the mail. Best album to come out, right? Last year, um, I ordered it when it came out, and you know, sometimes when you order vinyls, you gotta wait like yeah, all these yeah. months. And I finally got it, and I posted a video of it to my Instagram story, mm-hmm. and I tagged Rhapsody, mm-hmm. and she fucking reposted it. It's lit. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Some people get hype over. I get hype over that when um I'm about to, what you call my it? favorite uh I'm gonna rap her music on my Instagram and she better repost me. <laughs> I'm like yo, Rapsy don't fuck with her real day one fans. <laughs> she need repost. You know what? Me. To be a day one fan of Rhapsody, you gotta go all the way back. She yeah, been around for um, a long time. I heard her on the song that was like, like I wanna say like two thousand nine. Yeah. I was like, whoa. She's got some mixed tapes. And even to listen to them, it's like, so listen to her. When I first got put on the Rhapsody, it was probably like 2012, maybe. Mm. So, like, to listen to her then, it didn't catch me. Yeah. But, like, to listen to her now and then hear Layla's Layla's Wisdom Mm -hmm. and then to hear um, Eve. Like, even the previous album, I, I really didn't bite, for yeah. real. Like, I liked her. I thought that her vibe was crazy. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just didn't connect to the music. So, mm-hmm. when I heard the Eve album, it was like, oh, man, no skips. Yeah. And the then to go back and to prepare for her concert with Big Crit, because what I do when I get going to concerts, I make a playlist of all of what they could possibly they do, right? Yeah. So, I go back, and I'm like, yo, Shorty got mad mixtapes. And then to listen to the music, is like... Oh, this sound real current. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's definitely, dope. definitely an MC's MC. Yeah, um, And I'm just glad that people are now appreciating her for her work and what she ha- is capable to do because she's evolved also. Yeah, like, definitely. even though, like, her old stuff is great, like, her new stuff. Uh, that Eve album is fucking ridiculous. Serena yeah. Yeah. is one of my favorites. Cleo, the best rap song to come out in the last five years. <laughs> that shit made me want to be a rapper. Yeah, she's. <laughs> Come on. I mean, she's got. She look. I'm over here stuttering because I'm like, yo, like, Cleo. Yeah, that's a really good. Because I be as soon as that that Cleo be here, yo, where my pen at? Get my pen and pad out. I'm out there writing bars. I'm gonna record them <laughs> shits one day. Don't y'all worry. Oh man. Drop my first song off Rhapsody's Cleo beat. My favorite song on the album though is Oprah. Oprah. Fuck Oprah. No, nah, I'm just playing on fuck Oprah. She's a good woman. I mean, Oprah has done some things that we don't like. Yeah, she she. But not to talk she, about the actual namesake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's gonna what you call it. She's gonna come back around. I know it. 
I know she's going to do right. We don't care. <laughs> uh, That's true. This song in particular has La Kelly 47 on it. Yeah. She's a she's fucking dope. monster. Yeah, she's dope. She was here at um, Something in the Water last year. Oh, yeah. She's, I've seen her at Afropunk. Like, she be everywhere. And people don't even know her music for real. That's crazy. And she went, from, she went to Norfolk State. Oh, that's dope. Is she from here? I was about to say, she, yeah, I was about to say, she must be from here. Because that's a random school to go to. I love that song. Over with yeah. the Kelly 47. Dallas. Oh, yeah. Dallas, she, Dallas Circulate. She got oh, she was little, born in New York. She got a little lisp and everything. Yeah. I love Rhapsody. Rhapsody yeah. gave me a sense of appreciate being able to appreciate my own style. I have yeah. a very, very hard to articulate style because I'm I am a tomboy. I fucking love dressing down mm-hmm. just as much as I like dressing up. Yeah. So to be able to do both and then have like a superhero. She's not asking to be a superhero, but she's my superhero. That's dope. <laughs> to That's watch dope. her be who she is, this incredible MC, and sometimes she can wear sneakers and boots and curl canai and cross colors and then put on some heels and put on a dress like, yeah, uh, awesome. Super awesome. Yeah, she's great. Shout um, out to Rhapsody. Shout out to Rhapsody for giving me my style. <laughs> the great. style that I had, but allowing me to like bask in it. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that one on the way home listen to Rhapsody. Right now I'm listening to um, this guy, Boldy James. His album just came out uh, Friday and it's called The Price of Tea in China, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy's great. He's from Detroit. His uh, album's produced, I think, it's all produced by Alchemist. Mm. And uh, it's all got bars. And he got Freddie Gibbs on there. I know you're a big oh, Freddie I Gibbs fan. I love Freddie Gibbs. Shout Benny, out the to but- Freddie. Benny the Butcher's on there. Mm. So it's a, yeah, this is a, this sounds pretty promising. Yeah, it's dope, man. Nice little nice little forty minutes. Ain't too long. And uh my man got bars. Vince Staples. So. Yeah, Vince Evidence is on there. So. Oh yeah. yeah All right, I'm gonna have to check that out because I like my gangster rap every yeah, now man. and again. Plus the, the I like I like when people come up with some dope ass title like the price of tea in China. That's a yeah. cool ass name. It is. <laughs> it is. Do you like uh Brent Fayez? Yes. Yeah, he has a pretty mm-hmm. good album too, uh Fuck the World. It's pretty dope. I did not know he dropped new music. Yep. I haven't been, of, I've been in that pocket where I've been listening yeah, to the I'm same thing. I, I, unless someone tells me about it, man, you, if you, I, like, you know how to, uh, I know if I give you Spotify, Apple Music, like the end of the year, they kind of give you like the most listened to songs. Mm-hmm. I still have shit from like 2015 on my, on my list. That you keep like, listening yeah, to, like, yeah. I just don't be listening to new music for a consistent amount of time. Yeah. Like I just listen to it for a few a few weeks, days, maybe, and then I'll just get back, back to Back to my old stuff. Yeah, back to the shit I, I yeah. really listen to. I try to give a new album a couple weeks, yeah. like an on-repeat kind of kind yeah, of situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just came out of listening to K. Tronada. Yeah, K. Tronada's dope. Oh, my God. Uh, the Free Nationals album was pretty dope. They got, um, they got a couple cuts on there. Yeah, that's dope, man. So, yeah. Well, been here for a minute. Just about to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You want to tell the people before you go? What can they? What can they? What can they find and look at some of your artwork? Oh you man. Gotta get your artwork out okay. here. Okay. So, time for a little plug. There you go. All plug right. Yourself. So I'm one half of this amazing show, The High End Theory. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under 
the art of the vibe underscore a ray so t-h-e-a-r-t-o-f-t-h-e-v-i-b-e underscore a-r-a-e um you can also find my artwork under a ray's room that's a-r-a-e r-o or excuse me underscore r-o-o-m um and i got a new website that'll be coming out coming soon um my art i plan to drop this spring so look out for that Slick. Uh, thank you for the little plug time Slick. <laughs> i never talk about my, like myself in that myself. setting yeah, like i talk to. about myself like enough but i never really try to promote my own stuff so um i'll be doing a lot more of that soon this year will be focused on really trying to progress myself and not only progress people in my community so. there you go that's what it is community mindset you have to uh now if you want to hear hella dad jokes right that's <laughs> <laughs> really all i got for the world i'm not an artist i'm just a dad joke guy so just follow me on instagram at katie major underscore and we'll be back next week for more scathing topics to talk to you guys about yeah and cool shit the high-end theory we out of here <laughs>